Hi, I'm Siggy, born and raised in St. Catharines, Ontario, and now living in the nation's capital of Ottawa. And I'm Jazzy, born in Manila, Philippines, raised in Toronto, Canada, and schooled all over southwestern Ontario. You're listening to the Halo Halo podcast, a delicious mix of pop culture and the Filipino-Canadian life. Before we start our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the lands we're podcasting on. I'm podcasting from the traditional lands of the Huron-Wendat, the Seneca, and most recently, the Mississaugas of the Credit River. And I'm podcasting from the traditional unceded territory of the Algonquin and Anishinaabeg people. Welcome to our Taste Test episode where we sample something fresh from the pop culture buffet and then we'll tell you what we think. On this episode of the Taste Test, Jesse samples Spirited, now streaming on Apple TV. All right, Kuya, what did it taste mm-hmm. like? So first, let me tell you what Spirited is all about, mm-hmm. and then I will tell you what it tasted like. So for those that don't know, Spirited is what I believe a postmodern, post-truth mm. retelling of Dickens' A Christmas Carol, where Clint, played by Ryan Reynolds, is an unredeemable media consultant who meets Will Ferrell's ghost of Christmas present and the entire what I would call industrial haunting (laughs) crew. And so with all of that said, you're thinking to yourself, post-truth, post-modern, the best thing and the best idea that I can think of is a new take on an old classic. Mm -hmm. And so in this case, I think that it tastes most like a peppermint candy cane crinkle cookie. Mm. And so the Mm -hmm. original crinkle cookies are chocolate and they're usually around for the holidays, right? Mm. But I will say that recently I've been seeing pop-up stores put out these peppermint candy cane crinkle cookies. And again, it is what I think is a new holiday classic that's a twist on the regular. And so it's sweet and tasty, yet surprisingly deep and rich. And that's kind of why I would compare it to these peppermint candy cane crinkle cookies. And it evokes everything Christmas and joyous, especially that peppermint taste. I would say that in as much as you can have a regular crinkle cookie, which is usually chocolate, I would say that the ideas of Christmas and it being joyous come a little bit later. But with a peppermint candy cane crinkle cookie, it certainly evokes those ideas of Christmas and joy, but with a new modern sensibility and flair. So that's what I would say. That's what it tasted like. You have me hooked because you know mm. when it's Christmas time, Starbucks, peppermint mocha. Yes, I yes. love it. People can mm. screw off with their pumpkin spice latte when it comes to Christmas, mm-hmm, peppermint mm-hmm. mocha. I'm drawn in. So was it worth the pop culture calories? Oh, so, so worth it. It was delightfully rich. And I just have to say, it was a great way to start the holidays mm. for me. Yeah. yeah. And as I was thinking about it, it would also be a great way for people to settle in and rewatch when the Christmas rush has settled. And so I found it really filling, but really easily consumable again. Oh, yeah. Like, it was funny. The movie finished, and it's a play again. And I was like, oh, my God, if I had more time, I would totally play it again <laughs> because it was, again, delightful and rich and yet deep because there was lots of interesting references that it was like, oh, like, Every moment was thought through. Oh, nice. You know, from second to number to dance sequence to production value. Everything was three times, four times. Yeah, lots of dancing. Five times thought through. So hence, it made the pop culture calories totally worth it. Now I'm intrigued. Now, so 
What does it mm. remind you of in the pop culture buffet? I kept thinking to myself, as I was watching Spirited, I kept thinking to myself, this is an instant classic. So it reminds oh. me of modern day Christmas classics like Mariah Carey's mm. All I Want for Christmas CD, Ugh. quintessential modern classic. I remember listening to that CD thinking to myself, oh, I'm going to be listening to this CD for years to come. And sure enough, and it does. Yes, right? we it do. Enters our- yes, we do. That's right. Yeah. And I would also say the same thing about Michael Bublé's Christmas. Yeah, that's you know, a great and album. that goes on repeat as well. And again, it's up there with Bing Crosby and every other Irvin Berlin music. Oh, good. Oh, every yeah. original those Christmas classic music stands. But I would also say that these modern day classic meets the production value of The Greatest Showman. Oh, wow. And all of the messaging in this kind of lost animation that I love to see every so often, (laughs) Rise of the Guardians, with Chris Pine in it as well. So I see it's like a mishmash of all of these things. Mm -hmm. And like what I said, it feels like an instant and modern classic. And I can see myself watching Bearded, Just Like Elf, and Sound of Music Every Christmas. I think it's Ooh. entering my canon rotation now. Yeah. Oh, that's not, oh holiday watching. I love it. I love it. I love it. So now totally. tell me a little bit more. You're saying some really interesting things. What did you appreciate about it? Like I hear music dancing. What, what's going on? All of that music and dancing. Like I knew it was a comedy. Yeah. I think I was a little taken by surprise about how much music and song and dancing. So I really appreciated the songs and lyrics that were done by the same duo that had done Dear Evan Hansen and The Greatest Showman. Yeah, so that's by Benj Pasek and Justin Paul. And I kept thinking to myself, and I didn't even know that they wrote it, but I kept thinking to myself... I knew I was listening to a musical and it was very much written and structured and composed like musical, Uh but it certainly felt updated Mm -hmm. and had a really fresh pop sound. So when you listen to Dear Evan Hansen or The Greatest Uh Showman, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, they had like a pop sound, pop songs sound structure, but within the vein of musical theater. So it was fantastic that way. And the songwriting of the musicals were just big and lush and the productions were wow and they totally wowed me and so apple money you know, apple just money. when i yeah <laughs> apple money for sure like they got a kajillion dollars and you could tell they poured it into it but it was worth it i thought i thought it was worth every dollar that they put oh into my the goodness productions. and just when you thought that the productions couldn't get any bigger they just got even bigger right <laughs> even down through the credits and the stingers and all that stuff it was just fantastic the other thing that I really appreciated about was how self-referential they were uh, on being a musical. Yeah. So I was watching this with Michael, and as people probably know out there, he's not the, the biggest musical <laughs> fan. But if you ask him, like, you know, did you like Hamilton? Oh, yeah, loved Hamilton. Did you like Come From Away? Loved Come From Away. Yeah. Did you love Wicked? Yes, I love Wicked. Did you like Rent? Yes, I love Rent. Do you like musicals? No, I don't like musicals, <laughs> right? <laughs> I love Beach. I love Misha. Yeah, totally. He's, he's a bit of a contradiction that way. Yeah. But ironically enough, I just looked at him and he was like, oh, my God, are they going to be singing? And I said, I think so. But at the right times, does the actual musical comedy poke fun at itself for bursting into song? And in fact, <laughs> there are moments where it's like, no, we're not going into song here. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope. Stop, that. stop, Will. I love it. You know, yeah, it, it, it was great it. that way. And I was impressed at how it really expanded upon the Scrooge universe. It made oh, really? you think, well, 
who are the people behind or who are the ghosts behind the ghosts of Christmas past and present and future? And so it reveals itself to have, as I had said before, an industrial complex, you know, (laughs) that exists in the form of haunting. And I just thought, wow, like who is the person that thought about this? Clever, clever, clever is what I kept thinking to myself. I also was impressed at how it reinvented itself because you can think of watching Scrooge and all these countless adaptations out there that, you know, didn't really add to the canon, but this certainly did. And it really updated this idea that when we first are introduced to Scrooge and Mm -hmm. pop culture, he's a miser. Right. But in this case, it's not that Clint, who is presumably playing the Scrooge-like character, is a miser. He's just unredeemable or potentially unredeemable. In other words, he can't be changed into something better. And I also just like how it delved deep in today's age. It Mm -hmm. really examined how people are just easily corruptible by social media. And what does it take to be kinder and gentler? And I thought, that's an interesting question that this movie was posing. So I certainly was like appreciative of that. And then the last thing that I'll say about in terms of what I've appreciated is how it was postmodern in the way that it reveals the fourth wall (laughs) and what it takes to create a really lavish, rich and show-stopping production of a number. So I loved how they kept visiting the present or the past, Mm -hmm. but every time they would visit some memory of Clint, they would require theater production people to show up and make the magic happen. And I I just thought, oh, funny, 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 right? Like, you know, you would see the ghost of Christmas present being played by Will saying, you know, production, can you bring up memory CPM 322 and Ryan Reynolds character Clint saying, what CPM 322? And then suddenly the magic occurs and you see tech people coming on board, fixing things up. It was just, it was hilarious. It was hilarious that way. Okay. I think this is clear, but would you sample it again? I certainly would. If not for the music, certainly for the Easter eggs and all the other messages that I was probably missing. But I was so engrossed in all of it because, again, you could tell every minute was chock full of meaning. And so I would watch it again simply because I would like to see more of those messages or understand the messages or the contemplation on what I had just talked about earlier on what it takes to actually change ourselves and change the world during this holiday season. To whom would you recommend it? I would say for all those who love musicals, of course, and for anyone who has a lull during the holiday season and looking to fill their time, this is a great way to fill your time if you catch that lull. So kids are in bed and you finish the gift wrapping and you got yourself a hot chocolate. Like, watch you know, it. Watch this movie. This will put you in a fantastic mood. And if you don't love musicals, you'll find yourself just laughing along when they make the self-referential comments about, oh my God, are we going into song right now? Oh, we. I, get, I, think, I think we are. I wonder if this is the first time Will and Ryan have collaborated. I think this is. And I have to say, they've got amazing, amazing chemistry, I you know, and it's it. just kind of, yeah. And I kept thinking to myself, that Will Ferrell, like he's now got two movies that I consider to be Christmas classics. There you go. If he doesn't make a spirited, you know, two, perhaps maybe he'll have another Christmas movie that gets put out and then he'll have a trifecta of sorts. But yeah, folks, I would say watch Spirited, you know, on Apple TV. Fantastic. Oh, I think that's a recommendation to get festive this season. I want to watch it right now. 
folks, if yeah, yeah, you yeah. guys have watched, have watched, are going to, hey, give us more Christmas recos, email us at hollowhollowpopculture at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at our handle is hollowhollowpop and or on Instagram at hollowhollowpopculture. The Hollow Hollow Podcast is available where you can get all your podcasts. Download, review, rate us. We'd love it. Finally, we receive editorial feedback from Mary Beth Badian. Our musical theme is by Chelteringen. And on behalf of Siggy and myself and the Hollow Hollow Podcast Studios, have a happy holidays. Happy holidays, folks.